Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I thought we'd, I we'd, have to we'd... talk to you, Alexis. Let me speak. Well, I was gone off. Was Alexis Lalas? Yeah. Alexis, no, Alexis. Sorry, it must be more clear. What? I, I, why this we is said... the problem we've had for eighteen. Haven't months. I said everything I had to say about you? You're a snake. Well, hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need to get some things off my chest. Go on, then. What is it? I got them busy. You know. You know. After games. Yes. After games. So... We have a cup of tea. You love a cup of tea, I said, no, no, you don't. Uh, yeah, you like your custard creams. I love my custard cream. I don't remember. You remember that? What, is this relevant? It was so weird. Right. Let me finish. Okay. Okay. Remember that game where there were no custard creams? Yes. It was me. <laughs> I ate your custard creams. I like them. They're light. <laughs> They're light and delicious. Okay. And I know you like them too, but that's... I ate the custard creams. I'm sorry. Okay. <sighs> right, well, right. No worries. That's right. not... That's not... All, all right. That's not... That time when, when you came back to the changing room and your shoes were... They all chewed up. Yeah. You were crazy. You were crazy. Yeah. You presumed it was Permatosaka chewing their shoes. Because it's strange like that. But it wasn't. No, who was it? It was humble. <laughs> <laughs> he took a shine to them, I'm sorry. Okay? Oh, I forgive you. Can we just... Oh, and one, one last thing. All right. Arsene, one, one last thing before I go. Forever. Okay. There's something you need to know. What is it? Blame Thierry. For what? What was that? I'm saying... What do you mean? What do I want about? What do you want about? So this is the new story that... Uh, Stephen Alston, everybody. You know All right. You. How you doing? Welcome. Welcome right. once I've, again. I've literally flew off the train. Yes, you have. Into yeah. that. Not even <laughs> sat down there yeah. and I'm like... What's going on here? Yeah. Um, sort of third they, thing. They are going crazy. <laughs> they, love, they love the phone calls. I thought the accent was good. I got a thing though. When was the last time you picked up a phone like that? 
I mean, it's I mean, back. it's more like that, isn't it? It's yeah, back. yeah, you're right. I didn't think that. I'm really I'm just kind of trying to get through it already. Well, um, I, 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 people love it. Yeah, they, they love it. it. They're not bringing it. Realism to your moment. <laughs> all right, all right. Exactly. All right. So what is it? Like, like it's, it's not in it. It's not. No, it's, it's, like it's got to be the one finger on the back. All right, gotcha. I gotcha. Forgotten how you hold a phone. So Thierry Rhee apparently has been blamed for making the move from Sanchez from Arsenal to Man United more. You know, convinced him to go. Yeah, so but. Sanchez in an Instagram quote said, I remember today a conversation I had with Henri, a historic Arsenal player who changed the club for the same reason, and today is my turn. So what does he mean by so that? He's put, the fact that he's putting so this, this long kind of final statement to the Arsenal fans where he's kind of, he says, look, I, I gave everything to the cause and all that stuff. And then he's putting that little paragraph there. Yeah. And he's not... Stupid enough to think that people. Well, he's tweeted since then. He's tweeted since then and said, "It's too late, though." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't say Terry told me to go. No, he just says he left for the same sort of reasons. I don't get which is fine. So what are the reasons? People have jumped to to go win stuff. He's got to go and win something somewhere elsewhere. He's never going to do it at Arsenal. Well, the big things, not the FA Cup. (laughs) No one cares about the FA Cup clearly. (laughs) FA Cup Uh, game week twenty (laughs) four as well. Don't forget. I care about it. I'd love to win it. I'm just saying, Arsenal fans don't seem to give a shit about it. Okay, it's pretty. Yeah, I mean, we're sadly should. It's a major, major competition, but. you know, it's not enough for players like Alexis. You can understand he wants to win the Champions League. We didn't. He wants to win the. Uh, we won the league. Yeah. Yeah. No, you no won it. Yeah. Same night, isn't it? See you later. Off you go. Threw it in the cupboard. Is that a good thing? No. Oh, you, you would like to parade. I probably want a gun, but you know. I, you think it's? Do, 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 do you think FA Cup is a, a major trophy? Still? Well, yeah, of course. You, look, we didn't have a. We didn't celebrate last year with, with the Europa and the League Cup, and mm. you're like. Are we only going to have parades for a Champions League and a league title now? What are you going to celebrate? I mean, some people would say that celebrating... When's that going to happen? The league... Well, yeah. well, well players like Sanchez. It's going to make a difference, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is the Fan League-sponsored One for the Weekend podcast, the podcast you need to get yourself ready for the weekend's football. Uh, FA Cup this weekend. Big which, one. Uh, yeah, it's the big one. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> but New, New, Newport away is the hardest ticket that we've had to get all season. No, there aren't... Small ground. Love them. Yeah, it's like 800, 900. Mm. And Don't forget your passport. All low... Because they won't let you. What, going to Wales? Mm. Right. And your Euros. Good, good one. Yeah. That's, that's great, lads. Uh, the, uh... <laughs> that actually happened. That worked once. We had a, had a night out in Cardiff mm-hmm. and um, one of the lads brought his girlfriend and, and said, like, do not forget your passport. <laughs> <laughs> and your Euros and she brought them. And there was, uh, I think there's a bridge. Yeah. There? And yeah, and she, she sort of, she, was getting, she had a folder <laughs> to oh, get it all God. out. Um, a waste of time. Yeah, so yeah, no, no tickets. You, the only way you're getting there is if you're in the top tier of away season ticket holders right it's impossible Huddersfield was a big one for United this year yeah. people were swapping Anfields to go to Huddersfield really is it, is it just because they'd never been new ground in it but also a really small allocation yeah. Yeah. you regret if you if you did that because you lost yeah them. I reckon <laughs> well no if swapping Anfields for it still sitting there yeah, in it you yeah, know what I yeah, mean yeah, yeah. both of them pretty <laughs> probably better game football to, uh, to watch um, well, yeah. you don't enjoy that when you go to a game, no matter how good they are. I don't enjoy a good game of football. I enjoy a t- when, t- when Spurs slaughter the opposition. Bingo. I don't think, oh, oh this is a great game of football. What's the team. worst game I of football ever? The finals are the worst football games ever. Yeah. Unless you're a neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, you, if you was a Liverpool fan, Man City fan, in that game, you wouldn't have sat there going, this is a great game of football for the neutrals. <laughs> Well, on, thinking, this is fucking it. horrible. Let's finish it. People traded no. People traded the Anfield tickets for Huddersfield away. Yeah, so yeah. Anfield's that's just a league game. Yeah, we talking about cup final. No, we're no, talking about Huddersfield so, like, in the cup league. Cup finals are horrible. All right, fine. But you know, I mean, big games. We're saying you wouldn't maybe swap it normally. No, it's a big game. But even in the big games, big games are horrible. Oh, horrible, yeah. And cup finals are horrible mm. unless you're a neutral. 
That's the only time they got. I'm confused. You lost me. Anyway, right. It's because yeah. keep your eye down there, aren't I? When was the last time you had a big game? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I bought the new head set of piss. I was just it, like, no, I actually, imagine it doesn't come up. Wait, 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 when was the last time? It sounds like we're bullying now. But when, when yeah, was the last yeah. time? No one says that and then says something that's reasonable. Yeah, no, when was the last time you were actually nervous going into a game? Not because. There was a, Knowing there was, this is a monumental the, the, game. Yeah, yeah. Rather not, not even last year's League Cup final, I was like, it's pretty chill about it to be honest. Yeah. Really, that's the difference. The FA Cup final I wasn't. <laughs> the FA Cup final I wasn't. And most games against City and Liverpool, I'm not. But like the League Cup, I was pretty chill about it. You're always a little bit nervous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're always a little bit nervous. I mean, Brentford last year, we were starting to like, we'd lost six on the bounce, and then it was starting to give it. Bit nervy. I'm a boring people. <laughs> right, this podcast. Let me just do the intro a bit. Uh, one for the weekend podcast. Uh, in association with Fanny, we're going to talk about <laughs> Alexis Sanchez in more detail. Is he the most important player in that Man United squad now? And how important a signing is it uh, for Man United? Man United are playing Spurs next weekend as yeah, well. So absolutely. I'm going to ask you guys the question: How many uh, of the opposition's players would you take? In your starting eleven, those were the days. Is back, mm-hmm. which I think started with uh, the first time Halston was with us. Actually, Do you remember those? Yeah, stay, stay so. we're talking about football boots, aren't we? Yeah, look, see, look, see how emotional he's getting. Yeah, you can see that if you're listening to this on iTunes. Yeah, it's doing the Leeds badge. Yeah, we can talk about oh, the Leeds badge God. in a second. Go on, let's do that now. Let's do that. What? Did someone win a contest? Uh, what? Yeah. The, was, did they? Uh, no, that's oh, right, no, right. I, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it could well have been. It's terrible. It'd be an excuse. And if the it ir- did, the irony is, it's, like, it's about embracing this, the importance of the fans to the club, and I like that. I get that ethos, and I'm behind that completely. But they haven't consulted the fans with making that horrendous badge. <laughs> so what, how fucking real are they about this? So to explain, Leeds United have uh, decided to have a new badge. Uh, it's shite. And Terrible. It's, uh, basically, Terrible. there's Leeds United at the top, and then it's got the, the body of a person doing a sort of fist to their, to their heart. It reminds me a little bit show. like the Columbus Crew style It does, badge. I thought yeah. that as well. Yeah. I thought that as well. Very odd. Uh, it's a bit American sports actually yeah. with the figures that they always have like a mascot involved yeah. in the thing yeah. some of them can look quite cool a weird thing with the, the Leeds doesn't Leeds badge yeah some of the Leeds badge they, they've never most most have them like an upgrade on or a kind of slight modification of the logo yeah where's the Yorkshire but, flower in there because that's like, important that is Leeds isn't it yeah. if you think of Leeds you think of Yorkshire yeah. like yeah. where's that where's yeah. the representation of the area yeah. where's the, the nod to the heritage or anything this looks like a brand new franchise Thing. Well, cynically, I would say that they probably wanted to get rid of the local aspect of it and the community aspect of it, and ironically saying it's about the fans, but actually thinking this is we need to get create a brand that's going to be more palatable for people that are not from Yorkshire. And the Yorkshire flower doesn't do anything for... But it's definitely, that's their York. strongest thing. No, 100%. Yorkshire. I, Proper Yorkshire. I, exactly. And that's, that, they should never lose, lose, uh, lose that, but... It's it's like the rebranding of the cockerel at Spurs. They made it more modern. They made it more palatable for overseas fans. What was the reaction mm. to that? Everyone quite likes it. So, yeah. Because there's still some roots. It's still Spurs. Yeah, it's still yeah, Spurs. So you don't look at it and go, what is that? You go, Spurs. Yeah. They've, they've minimalised what they already had rather than but what they had with some Americanisation yeah. of but it. But the version before that, they had like the Seven Sisters, the Seven Trees, the Seven Sisters Road, which means nothing to anyone. They had Bruce Castle uh, Tower. Again, nothing to anyone. Who, people who know the history of the community, it means something. Yeah. Um, so, you know... They you, love those trees. I mean, they're not there anymore. But if Spurs went down the American route, it'd be like a big angry cockerel with teeth and like Spurs. Yeah, so if they were going to go that's, that that's what, Do you know what it'd be? It'd be a boot on an angle. Yeah. It'd be a cowboy boot on an angle. <laughs> just a spur there. They also got rid of the Latin as well, which is upsetting. You know, I, I like that. I like that kind of history. Of course. Like, a lot of people don't know. Do you speak, uh, speak Latin fluently? Uh, just, just give us a little bit now. Uh, Darius Vaccheri, to do mm-hmm. to do. Give us another sentence in Latin. Uh, canis edit edem, just like dog ate. Street, I don't know that. 
I didn't know it in school. Profound. What? Tannis means dog in You're not even that old, are you? I'm 36. It's old enough to have Latin in school, yeah. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Uh, little, uh, <laughs> bringing it back to football, Frank Lampard uh, got Just an A-level in, in Latin as well. <laughs> did he really? He did, yeah. That's right, isn't it, Craig? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, not really sure. uh, right, you can play Fan League uh, with us uh, by clicking the link in the app. We had some new people last week. We were doing the mug roll call yeah. in just a second. Alex Taylor, 8 out of 10, well done. Joshua Boyd Smith as well got 8 out of 10. Both, uh, both newbies, I think. Yeah. Both uh, doing well, good, solid. Um, performances in our one for the weekend league um, if you want to join click that link and then add me as a friend James Alcott double L double T and then I can add you to the league uh, I've gone big this week have you? yeah I've spent like 17 credits <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah that's expensive that is expensive uh, big, big money yeah. um, I did do one last week but the week before I went bananas and lost uh, really? it's tough this, this week's really hard though yeah, yeah, really just doubling up all over the place yeah yeah and hedging ridging up all my, my credits yeah. yeah half hedging is key um we, we, with our, our league, there's a league of the leagues. Yeah. And um, it's not. Did we go up this week or.? We did. We went up. Yes. We went up about five places, oh, which is good. We're going in the right direction after going down 20 places yeah, last week. Yeah, um, however, some people still did let us down. Who did? Uh, let's do the mug roll call. Okay. Mr. Uh, Fousey, four out of ten. Mug. Was the worst this last week. Uh, who's his name? Sir Fousey. Mr. I, Mr. Fousey. I know, I know a Sir Fousey. If it's him, he's a legend, not a mug. Well, he's got four <laughs> out of ten, so you're a mug. Uh, Surav Palmer, five out of ten. Mug. And Man Like Isaac, which I, I hope that's not his first name. Man Like. Man Like. Yeah. Uh, was, that might be a thing that... No. You know when there used to be loads of Britneys and... No. No? No, Man Like. Mm. Uh, yeah, Mug. Mug indeed. Don't think uh, I've ever met a Britney in real life. Really? Well, Can't so. I have, no. When I, back in 2008, when I used to coach soccer or football, yeah. whatever people call it, uh, there was a lot of Kieran's and Britneys due to the fame. Not that I don't understand the Kieran bit, but the, uh, the Britney <coughs> bit was definitely... In the in the, in the like lake, great Britney Spears, yeah. No, 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 in right. Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trivia. Last week we asked you this question. See if you can get it, Alison. Uh, this weekend or last weekend? Oh, it's the sound of the police. God, didn't even flinch. Did what was it? That's like I told you this before. You know, my, my mate when he um, farts in a club, like when you go to a club and someone will fart, right? Oh. And everyone. Stick with me. Right. Everyone will go mad. Everyone will go, Because it's so loud, yeah. you've got to kind of become a mime. That is, that is not... Whatever's happened there is not me. Right? My, my, my one mate, uh, Dom, he would just carry on dancing. And people, after that, after you, go, after you say it's not me, you'll start to go around to your other mates in the club and go, on the dance floor and go, is that, is that, is that you? It's you, isn't it? It's you. No, it's you. And people go, no, it's not me. It's not me. And I'd, it would end up going, getting to Dom... And Dom, you go, Dom, Dom, is that you? And you go, can't smell anything. And it was him. Yeah. It was always him. Always. And a bit like you there, Halston, as your phone went off. Oh, yeah. I just didn't flinch, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was some bleeding thing that you had here. Yeah, it no, was. This is your phone. Yeah. Uh, so Wait last on. week... We oh, got... shit, I've called an emergency dial. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, wow. I've actually called it. Hey. So we'll ring back. We're not going <laughs> to... Uh, anyway. It was a pocket dial. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, last week we well, asked... at least they got to listen to your boring story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good story, isn't it? Well, uh, last weekend, Eddie Howe uh, he had his hundredth Premier League match as a mm. manager, and at forty years and fifty-two days, he was the third youngest English manager to do so. But who were the other two uh, that were younger than him and got to a hundred games as a Premier League? Did manager? I get one? Uh, uh, permanent bosses. They were both permanent bosses, and they're English. Uh, both English, yeah. Oddle. 
Hoddle is player manager. Brian Robson, player manager. A few people said Brian Robson wasn't. So Asmund Larson and Devang Shah, you both got it. Oh, right. wasn't Brian Robson? He was thirty-six. Glenn Hoddle was one. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just what's on the paper. Yeah, is, like, Demand a recount. Yeah. Who did United? Gareth uh, Southgate. Gareth Southgate was the other one. Who was he manager of at the time? Borough. Brian Robson was definitely he was player manager for because you don't remember the most iconic of iconic um, yeah unveilings of a manager yeah. Yeah. he's got a, a, suit. a suit and tie on and then shorts, shorts and socks oh what because and a scarf yeah it's awful it's, yeah. <laughs> very clever very clever choreography it's gash I think the same person did the Lee's badge as well yeah because <laughs> well, <laughs> right, he, he went from United he's a manager <laughs> He what? 95. 95, 95 yeah. yeah and, um, and then he, uh, he was a boss, so... Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Joe, I'm going to Google it right now because I'm not seeing any of this injustice. He had a couple of, um, couple of decent spells as manager. Quite, quite a lot of um, little tiny pockets of success. Keeping West Brom up at, well, after being bottom of the league at Christmas. Yeah. First manager to do that. Yeah, did okay, it did okay with Borough. did take them down. Uh, I think Borough, um, West Brom took them down in the end as well. Just Thailand. Thailand, yeah, of course. All right. Um, well, well. Anyway, so yeah, so that was the answer. This week, this is a question no one's getting this. Yeah, right. it was it was 1994 he took over. Right. And he was born in, it was he was 37. 36 be, be, be better 37. At, be better at those. That's not, that doesn't mean he got to 100 games, does it? Oh, that's very good point. No, that's right. good. Come on. Can I, I thought you were just youngest question? managers. What's, what's this question? This oh, one, no, you no. will not get this one. No chance. No one's getting it. If you can get this in the comments without Googling it, then you've done very, very well. Which five Premier League players of the month winners were from these countries? So basically, there's one Premier League player of the month for each, each one. of these countries. Mark Viduka. Hang on. Let me. Let me Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on, I've got my thinking cap on. So on. there's been one. Yeah. So Australia, Austria, There's only been one yeah. from each. Australia, Austria, Croatia, Paraguay, and Turkey. Turkey? Who's the guy who used to play for um, Blackburn? Yeah, I know what you mean. Tud Tud guy. Tud guy. Is it him? Which one's that, Turkey? No. No. Turkey. Turkey. Nuri Sahin? Nuri Sahin? Sahin. Who? Sahin? Sahin. No, Liverpool. Um, It was the first country. Tim Cahill. I'm going to say Harry Kill. No. What? Yeah. Mark Viduka. They're all names that you all know. Mark Fish. If you're a proper fan. Mark Fish. <laughs> Mark Fish. Where's that come from? That's amazing. Pops into my head. Australia. Uh, yeah. Croatia. So there you go. There's five. You can keep keep shouting them as the uh, as the podcast goes on. Uh, let's know in the comments. Crancho is not Modric. One. No, it's Modric. Okay, Modric stop. isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute sham of a competition. Uh, right. Let's talk to Alexis. Uh, likely to make his Lalas. debut. Not Lalas. See, he's an icon, man. Yeah. That is a that is a that is a player. And if I tell you Alexis Lalas, what am I thinking of right now? World Cup 94. Boom. And you playing the guitar? Nope. The I was, beard, I was the thinking more of the, the blue kit that they wore yeah, with the yeah. stars, stars and stripes. Yeah, that's terrible. That was the two things that was in my head. Right, right let's do it. Yeah, Alexis Sanchez, uh, likely to make his debut against Yeovil in the FA Cup this weekend. Uh, it's We were talking about it before we started the podcast. I, don't, I think there's been... It's been unbelievable the amount of Sanchez videos that there's been on YouTube just, over there. It was the biggest story. Head everywhere. over to Stephen Allison FC at C3, absolutely fantastic ones. Yeah, exactly, one. absolutely. I've loved that Yeah, well done, good plug. No, it's fine. Uh, is Sanchez, how important is this, this signing for Manchester United? Wasn't the most obvious position we needed. What honest. was that? Probably number eight, I reckon. Yeah. Someone that can play alongside Pop. Um, arguably a centre half, arguably a left back if he doesn't like Luke Shaw. Mourinho seems really intent on that. I mean, a winger that crosses is 
Sanchez isn't really that crossing winger. He comes in for himself a lot. He does create a lot. He creates a hell of a lot. I think his passing, uh, his through balls especially, are really underrated. Yeah. I think he's going to help Lukaku a lot. But it's not, it's not what you think of when you think of a crossing winger, is it? No, no, it's not going to give you width. If anything, it's going to make your football more narrow. But when the opportunity... It doesn't matter about his limitations. When your opportunity to find a world-class player is available... You second it. And what does it end up... For, I know it's a lot of money for wages and whatnot, but, but, but for a fee of... Nothing. Even if it's 35 million, oh no, it's a swap with Mikatari. Yeah. So they've yeah, got yeah. players off the wages. They've done very well, United. And they I think Arsenal done a lot of it as well. A player who's losing for free in six months, they've got Mikatarian. Who, when I heard this last week, that actually Mikatarian wanted to go to Arsenal. I thought he was holding a deal up. Mm. Pounds like isn't it? He wanted to go to Arsenal all along before he came to United. Even, but, but I've seen. Haven't we seen? Have you not seen that these selects did the same line when he went to Dortmund, when he went to Man United, when he went to Arsenal? Uh, there was someone I was talking to last week that said. Mkhitaryan really wants to go to Arsenal uh, ahead of like, going most places so uh, I'm inclined to believe it mm. I think uh, with Sanchez move it with the way he uh, attacks and doesn't sort of go to the byline and get a cross in I think that still might work for Lukaku in a counter-attacking sense because it allows Lukaku to sort of work the channels a little bit more even from a start depends where he starts if we play he can play as a 10 he can play on the right he can play on the left and I honestly think he's going to play him on the left. I'd love to see him play on the right because I think we lack width and when Matt is coming in from the right-hand side and there's everyone sort of bunching up over to that left, it's easy to mark everybody in it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we had width across the front line, it creates space, doesn't it? And I think that's what United have lacked a little bit. Someone to just, you know, hug, hug that touchline a little bit. Are you excited? Does he excite you? Yeah. Yeah, how do you feel? Send me up, mate. Yeah, yeah. that's lovely. That's really <laughs> no, nice. I get that. Not right. full rager, but no, no. You're Friday, that. On, on, on the brink. Text me on Friday. On the brink. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's lovely. Because <laughs> I, it kind of seemed odds on that he was going to go City. City wanted him, but obviously bulked at the amount of money that they had to pay. Wrong. Sorry, go on then. What do you think? They was offering him more. City offering him more. This is a fact. So, so what, what's the story? They was offering about? him like twenty grand a week less in wages, but thirty million as a signing on bonus. Right. So Manchester United have offered him thirty million as a signing on bonus, which he didn't. So why the, the story was goes that they that's a story. It makes a story, doesn't it? That City pulled out. Why did they only pull out? When you, why was they in for him for two transfer windows? So what are you telling me that they didn't know his wage demands in all that time? Yeah. So you say when United come in, and he goes. See ya. Yeah, but do you think? Do you think? Um, <laughs> do you think that actually happened? Do you, yeah. Do you think um, realistically that he, why would he choose United over? I'm not asking to compare the clubs, but it, I, it I think like club stature aside, yeah, guaranteed success. But I think people misread the fact that he's worked with Mourinho before. The fact he's worked with Mourinho before knows uh, Guardiola before yeah. Yeah. knows that he's got a super strict, specific style of play. And for me, Sanchez's style of play is counter that. He puts his head down. He runs. That's not tick attack of football. He played that at Barcelona. Guardiola got frustrated with him quite yeah. often at Barcelona. Right. And seeing the embarrassment of Richie's City have got in those positions, they definitely didn't need him. Yeah. So if he comes in and he does two or three games where he's not quite doing it, and at 29, do you want to change your game? Doubt it. So two or three games well, where he's coming really, in yeah. and doing his own thing, Mourinho benches him because he's, he's benching Aguero. He's benching Ayatore. He's benching big players. I think he looks at that team and goes... Really? I got United I play every week I got City probably going to win the Premier League this year no guarantee of anything else not even really a guarantee of that although I won't bat, like I won't it, bat yeah. against it yeah. do I do I want to be the focal point of the team I, I, I think that's I think that's the biggest thing that, but I, I think that makes I, sense yeah. I would disagree with the fact that his that Man City knew what his wage demands were and, and that never changed I reckon as the clock was ticking yeah, in terms of the contract they, going down, I think that they probably changes. went back with him. But, but I don't think City was going to... 
the way City are painting it is obviously to try and make them look as favourable as possible. Yeah. I don't think it was purely down to money, but I, I think it was more down to the, the playing time and his own expectations of status within the squad, yeah. which he's definitely getting at United. Yeah. Because like, Matic plays every week, Pogba plays every week, Zlatan played every week till he was injured, Lukaku doesn't get subbed. You know what I mean? These are these are what the big stars at United get, and I think he comes in and he is that. Yeah, and Mourinho is massively into having specialist players, isn't he? He likes to have a specialist player for each position. It's not like a <coughs> players fill in each, each other's roles. They, they have a starter for, for these yeah. positions. And, and you're right in saying that he, he always he's. He's happy to keep playing them and playing them and playing them and not Almost changing it too much. Yeah. yeah, almost frustratingly. Um, does he become? We were um, we were looking into earlier today. Um, championship manager and how you can get that on your Mac. <laughs> Working really hard, guys. And uh, when we looked year. at the squad, I, get, I found an emulator last year. Yeah, we sorted it. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, which year? Which year you want? We're doing ninety-seven, ninety-eight. But yeah, we're going to do one hundred two. I think that, that was better. Yeah, I've one. got a disc actually. Uh, a championship manager free, which I think is. Like an old school disc, a CD. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't got a CD slot on my Mac. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it works. Apparently, it works on Windows and Mac. Oh, so okay. when they released it, they they dual booted it somehow. Wow. If any of you, LGA, what's yeah. it all about? <laughs> if, any, if any of you are young enough not to have experienced Championship Manager, form, what was now Football Manager, oh one oh two or seventy eight, seventy seven. Ah, two, mate. Championship Manager two on the squares mate, was that's how old I am. Quality. Anyway, uh, what was that? So, so my point was, was that we then looked at a squad. And you remember, people remember who had that championship manager, and I think for a few years after as well, the three best players of the squad would be star, highlighted star. and have a little star next to them. They'd be emboldened. Yeah. First question, is Sanchez in that three? And second question, is he the most important player that Man United have now? No, he's not. He is in the three, but he's not the most important player. I say I, our three, three would be Pogba, Sanchez, De Gea. Lukaku's just on the edge of that Matic is probably just on the edge of that if we're talking just pure ability mm. maybe Bay is another one just on the outside of that and most important is still Pogba Pogba makes United tick and I think if you're going to bend any system to fit a player it will be, I would be bending it to Pogba's abilities and Sanchez can fit in around wherever the space is around him. Yeah, I, I feel like Sanchez is going to for the amount of it might be for people that watch Man United every single game. You might you, there's always a player that I think it's Dembele, isn't it, with with um, with Spurs that player that makes your team tick. In terms of that guy who gets the assists and the goals, mm. he is going to be that guy now. More, yeah, far more than Pogba. I think Lukaku is going to be excited about the the incoming. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you can create so much more. You, this this changes United into kind of nearly Premier League. Worthy in terms of titles to I actually. Think what it offers us is. If you had Sanchez to start the season, I think the gap would be smaller. Well, we tried to get Griezmann and Perisic, didn't we? And I think That's United's right. attitude in a lot of the bigger games might have been different if we'd have had that potency. Uh, I think what it gives us going into the Champions League is do you believe in Mourinho's ability to shit out a win against everybody with the attacking lineup that we've now got? Mm. I do. Mm. I think on the counter you've got Sanchez playing and Pogba hitting a ball over to him. Lukaku, can we can, can we scuff a nil nil away to anyone? Pretty sure we can. Yeah. And can we then scrab a goal at home? I think we can. Well, you look and you apply that to the Champions League, which he he's, he's, yeah he can play it. Fuck me, yeah. Because Arsenal are out of it. So 
Um, but the, uh, you know, this, they're now, they're every now, uh, enjoyed every second of that realization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because oh. this year, because Spurs and Arsenal are getting into it. I mean, another season about, we can deal with that. With years that used to have been, not been in China. Anyway, let's leave it. Uh, the, uh, yeah, the, the, now, United have got to be a, a, a decent shout for, for the Champions League. You're right. Mourinho can stink out. I've seen him do it many times. No I'm, not, I'm not saying we're the best. But no one gave Inter Milan a chance. Five teams in Europe at the moment. But you don't need to be. But that, that team rarely wins the Champions League. Yeah, rarely. exactly. Exactly. True. I think as well what we're seeing is you're getting a step closer to the Real Madrid-Barcelona uh, rivalry that you saw and a team that's so good in in the transition. Sanchez makes takes you up to another level with that and, and he'll make... The, the quality of those transitions in terms of being on the ball, it will be given to him quickly it's, it's and he'll be able to carry it on. When you're looking around that team and you're going, who's, it's five minutes to go, who's going to score that goal? There's now not just maybe one face, there might be two or three faces that you're going, yeah. that guy can get us that goal. And, and, and he'll lift up players who probably aren't ready for that pressure yet because he's, you know, he'll, he'll take that pressure. And I think that's going to be a massive thing for them, which could work, work well in the... It's uh, for Chile, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Name me three other Chile players. Uh, uh, Gary Medell. Salah, Marcelo Salas. Current <laughs> Chile players. Oh, <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? You've Come got on. Vidal, you've got the oh, reserve God, keeper yeah. at City, and then it's loads of chin-scratching. <laughs> that's how good he is. He beat that... Argentina team with Messi. Oh, chin scratching. <laughs> 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 uh, final question then. Uh, actually, two two more questions for uh, Man United because uh, we're talking about Man United Spurs. So, Flav, get yourself ready. How many Man United players would make it into the Spurs okay. starting eleven if everyone's fit? Um, last question. You uh, you like to watch the the under 18s teams and see those players come through. Um, we were chatting about Sean Goss a few times. He's at, he was at QPR. And he's now gone to Rangers on loan. I'm gonna go see him next month. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sorted some tickets right, out. Apparently, he's um, yeah. Even in his first few games, they're quite. What you going up to? You going up to? Yeah, the, uh, Demi Mitchell has gone on loan to Hearts, mm. and obviously no Gossy. So um, I slung my text and was like, if I come up for that game, United have got a game there. Play Chelsea the day after. So it's a new stadium. I've never been to Hearts. Yeah. Um, Go watch Demi against Gossi. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. Nightmare is can't hang around afterwards. Got to get the train back straight away. Is a there long a... Way. It's a long way. A bloody long way. Not well, as far time. as Tipperary, but it's, it's pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, with that kind of... And that's a, such a tradition of uh, Manchester United bringing through players. The, the two that, you know, are in those positions where Sanchez might operate is <coughs> Lingard and Rashford. Do you worry for those two? Or, or or is it just part of being a Man United fan now that you can't really have that kind of sympathy with any kind of player regardless of how they come through? It's a little bit of both. Obviously you want to see your homegrown players do well. I think Jesse Lingard's sort of grooming himself to be a bit of a number eight at the moment which I'm liking. He's probably a little bit lightweight to ever really be considered Mourinho's first choice in a monster, monster game. But... Mm. He's doing bits, yeah. He's doing bits, yeah, yeah, so. sure. But um, you need a squad. It's not like yeah. it's not about them getting into the first eleven. You need a squad. Rashford's going for a little bit of a dip. He needs to, you know, develop, and and that was inevitable, really, with how fast his rise has been. He's going to plateau, and yeah. is, is Rashford a number nine or is he a wide player? He always really played wide. He did. He did play down the middle, but most of the time I ever saw him, he was. Yeah, uh-huh. It's probably fifty-fifty, really. He played down the middle. He played on the left a little bit. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I don't know. It's a bit like one matter and Rooney, man. Like, where's their best position? They almost need a position creating just for them, really. Or you know, a system of, in a team. Free roll, maybe. Yeah. But I think Marshall... Is likely to be the one that suffers immediately because I think he's going to play him on the left. I'd love to see Marshall, Lukaku, and, yeah, and Sanchez, Sanchez as a forward yeah. three. That's deadly. Yeah. Uh, I just think he's going to play him on the left. Uh, if he doesn't, and Marshall does keep his spot on the left, then uh, yeah, I think there's this, this spot for Rashford to come into any of them three. Isn't positions. it a role for Martial to play uh, as an inverted winger, play you know left hand side, or play him on the right hand side, the cut in because a lot. Of... He's right forward. Is he? <laughs> Really? Most of his goals, because because of his goals, he comes in on his right foot. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, right. the goal against uh, Liverpool. His goal against everybody. Yeah. He's coming on his. He's coming oh, on his right. You see, down left going to the byline, don't you? He, he does oh. put the odd cross in with his right, but I think he could do it on the right. To be honest. Um, one thing I've got to talk about. So he's going to make his debut here. Um, there are some epic debuts that have happened uh, down the years. Let yeah. us know yours in the comments. Uh, I've got a few that we just wanted to t- sort of touch on. Uh, I did a bit of research and uh, found yeah found an article that was like looking at some great ones that were in the sort of Premier League era, and so these are the top three. First one, you were at the game, uh, Stephen. Man United versus Fenerbahce, two thousand and four. Um, Wayne Rooney's first game uh, for United, following a twenty-six million pound move from Everton. Um, he scored a hat trick. It was. Frightening. Was there no transfer window then, or was he injured? No, he's injured, wasn't he? Because he did his foot against Croatia. Yeah. It was October, wasn't it? And I was like, and yeah, 2004 wasn't it? Euro 2004 came yeah, the first like, time we've seen, and that's how yeah, was it yeah, so yeah, far yeah. down the line. Oh yeah, because um, obviously that was him recovering from his injury. His first game in Champions League as well. Scores a hat trick. Recovering from an injury. What do you remember about that? Like? 18 years old. I remember being well excited because obviously everybody saw. So we did it Everton. Eh. What he did with England was. Yeah, it was kind of terrifying, wasn't it? He was unbelievable yeah. in the Euros, uh, he, and he never reached that peak again in a national tournament. No, but then he uh, he comes in for United, and uh, I can't remember if Saha was up front or if it was Rude that night with him. I can't remember, but we we'd signed Ronaldo the previous summer, and we had a lot of exciting players. And I, I remember, I could distinctly remember like early hours in the morning once sitting with one of my mates was going for how young and like aggressively good some of the players that we had was and I was like oh my god like in a couple of years they're going to bang ultimately they did yeah yeah we eventually they came good and we had a hell of a team but I remember yeah Wayne Rooney that night 
could have done anything he wanted. It was almost laughable how mm. easy it was for him. Yeah, had a great career with United. Yeah, he did. Um, now United in England leading goalscorer. Um, if he if he'd have called it a day in the summer when he walked away from United, I don't think anyone could have been upset with his career. Yeah. A lot of miles on his clock because obviously starting at sixteen, but. Still doing alright at Everton as well. Yeah, he was probably a third or fourth best player in the world at some point. Mm. I think it's fair to say around about two thousand seven, eight, nine ish. He was he was a, a shade under the very, very best in the world. I think when he yeah when he took over, he kind of had to take over, didn't he? When um, Ronaldo left, even prior to him going, I think that it, he was happy to do the graft and let Ronaldo take the plaudits. I think yeah. and. Uh, um, so that was a six-two win as well that game uh, in the Champions League against Fenerbahce. Uh, the second one, Tony Cotty. Uh, Everton versus Newcastle 1988 Cutty also scored on his West Ham debut became Britain's most expensive player when he moved from East London to Merseyside for 2 million <laughs> 2 million do you reckon it was all in the papers about him earning 5 grand a week yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <It's> outrageous <laughs> um, but settled in at uh, Goodison Park so quickly that he had his first goal on his debut 30 se- 34 seconds into the game oh sub me off that's it sub me off a feign injury wouldn't you? Yeah. there were some players when I was a kid that used to strike the fear of God in me uh, Tony Cotty was one <laughs> young small and quick and you primitive brain when you're a kid that's what you look for Ray Parler what, <laughs> yeah, terrified every time he got the ball I was like we're fucked <laughs> anyone else ever thought that oh, I don't know that's about, uh, my I think Arsenal works. fans thought that and Dean Saunders of Liverpool that Dean Saunders had a, good, he, yeah. had a, he had a year or two Liverpool, when fat, yeah. fat players were still a thing like, yeah. he was yeah that uh, was it Sheffield United he threw the he got throw on and he threw it at the back the, the goalkeeper ran out and kicked it out yeah. he got the ball threw it on the back of the a goalkeeper so that it just came back to him and he could kick is that it that still, is that still class of the legal act now is it yeah, yeah I think so my, uh, my son's team used to do it on a regular basis that my son would take a throw and throw it on the back of his mate and uh, the opposition everyone's just looking around like what's going on <laughs> yeah, yeah. such an effective tactic uh, definitely. And, and they don't get the credit for that do they Figuring that out, it's a shame. Uh, it got even better for him. He added two more goals in the game, uh, so he got a hat trick as well. It's a four 0 win on the opening day. Um, so it's a bad precedent, doesn't it? Though yeah. that you like you, to live up to is yeah. hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 I didn't follow that. <laughs> and uh, number one, uh, I thought this was really interesting. Alvaro Rocoba. When was the last time you heard that name? Uh, Inter Milan versus Brescia, 1997. Uh, Inter's opening match of the 97-98 season was all about one man, but the wrong man, as it turned out. Rocobo had joined the Italians at the same time as Ronaldo had moved to the San Siro from Barcelona. Uh, with all eyes on the game, it was left to the boy from Montevideo to steal the spotlight after he left the bench with Inter trailing, to, so they were losing, to score twice in the last 10 minutes. The first a 30-yard pile driver, the second uh, a free kick from distance. Royal Rovers stuff Amazing Asked Because original Ronaldo At that era At Inter Was probably my favourite Player of all time Non-United player He was Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, Phenomenal he was, Yeah it was And he had two Cruciate knee ligaments And come back from them both To become amazing So yeah So he used to just Train in a sandpit on his own Didn't even play football It's weird He just trained in like so a little his knees. Yeah so he wouldn't Be taking as much impact Right And then they just Sort of do like Half an hour of that Every day And then I'll see you on Saturday Really And then he just He'd be breaking ankles left, right, and centre. Yeah, L- L- Ledley King used to just go swimming each day. That's all he'd do. He wouldn't train, wouldn't do tactics, nothing. Just, I mean, he'd sit in the team meetings and whatnot, but he would just go for a swim. It's insane. His, it's his knee was just there was nothing there. Like all the cartilage had gone. So gone. Get in the pool. Get in the pool. Have a good swim. That's really odd. Uh, right, uh, Man United Spurs next weekend. Yeah, Ooh, it's Wednesday. The question. No, it's Wednesday. Yeah, not weekend. Sorry, next Wednesday. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, how many Spurs players? Uh, how many Spurs players will get in the Man United team? Uh, let us know your thoughts on this. If you're a Man United or Spurs or football fan in general, 
Um, how many players from the opposition would get? Well, Sanchez to would. Yeah. Um, Pogba would. Um, are you just waiting to see what I say? <laughs> Run out of players. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. Sanchez and Pogba. Nice. I'm take, De Gea would all day. Yeah. I'm going to take Alderweireld because we need another centre half. Yeah. I'm going to take Harry Winks because I think we need someone to control the play a little bit. You take yeah, we wouldn't start though. No, he would, good for me. I like really, him. I, like I, I like him a lot. He's dipped in form a lot and he's injured. You take Harry Kane though. Don't please don't don't don't, don't please don't do this. You're going to put him in ahead of Lukaku. You have to because we don't everything else you say is a joke from what he does he doesn't well, do much apart from score yeah, goals bring him on last 20 he to does, finish that's bollocks finish <laughs> team on. you need to go look at Lukaku's interplay at the moment and the way he's been uh, just allowing everybody else to set up who's your second leading goal scorer no it's on on nine could look how many United players around about the dozen start a mark because of Lukaku's movement across yeah, the field. Yeah, he doesn't bring anyone else into play. Yeah. You're being a dick, and you're you're just saying that because I'm sitting there. Maybe okay. you'd take Kane. <laughs> come on, everyone would. But would Kane uh, start for Man United? Let us know. Up. Comments below. It's not, don't let us know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I do not want to know what your opinion is. So don't let us know. Yeah. It's bollocks. Well, of course he would. Um, you can vote by clicking the like button. Sanchez. Po- yeah. All right. Vote by doing that. Uh, po- <laughs> Pogba would, would walk in. Uh, Sanchez would, would definitely get in down the right hand side, uh, or the left to get in anywhere. To be honest, um, I think Son would get in the United team. I do like Son. Yeah, I think he's an excellent player. Yeah. But it's the way you play him because I, I like to play with what's a free your... midfield free. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to. He has to play wide left. What, what, what's or, or up top? He leads the line pretty well. What, what's um, what's your opinions on Dele Alli? Because uh, I've voiced my opinion many times. He's a rough, I don't know. I think he's. Diamond, but. but how long is he going to be a rough diamond for? Because he's not that inexperienced anymore. No, he's got plenty of experience. He's played almost 200 league games. Um, for you? Or no, 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 no. With, with MK Thompson. Yeah, that's that's no longer a rookie. That's a player that really should now start to know what's going on. I think. Mm. Is that how you judge a young player? The amount of games they've played, absolutely, or the, or the, or the age? No, no, it's no it's experience. It's I, experience. I think 100 games should be the. I think I always thought like young player of the year should be a limit of 100 matches for young player of the year because 24 year olds with 300 pleading appearances well, Kane still it shouldn't be I mean, that's it was Bale won it yeah. the year before he went to Madrid and you're like oh, yeah it's like, yeah, it should be a rookie of the year almost yeah. like 100 that's two and a half seasons really of being first choice or like four or five seasons of playing fairly regular football 100 games should be the limit because mm. once you're 100 games deep you're a pro do you think Ericsson gets in front of Mata? come on I don't think Matt's playing in our starting eleven at the moment. No, no, fair enough. So, yeah, but the thing is, you play three that up top, yes, which doesn't make yeah. sense. That means it's better. Because well, you won that one. We wouldn't play. <laughs> We'd never play three up top ever. So, I don't know. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Oh, I, just, I mean, it's bothering me a little bit. Well, okay. Still to come. Those were the days. And Put combined elevens in, in the bin. <laughs> Um, let's do those other days. They do well. You see? So this is from. It's a bit um, horrible though. This yeah, is yeah. from. Oh, I don't know. Does that mean anything? It's from Sidney Fisher. Oh, yeah, it's now it. been nearly 11 years since Peter Crouch scored a perfect hat-trick for Liverpool against Arsenal. The big man was always underrated with his feet. What's mental is he's going to look back on his career and see that he played X amount of games for England and he played for Liverpool and Chelsea. Yeah. And he should never really have got above like Port Vale level. Well, steady on now. Okay. You just calm down. Oh, yeah, he did, right. same thing he did do all right for you, didn't he? He did all right for every club he's been at. He's going to take his head from that. How dare you? Uh, he was pony for Spurs, but I do love him. I do love Shit, him. Yeah, he played for Spurs. Got well. into the Champions League. No, no he didn't. He didn't. What clubs and tiger? We got him in spite of him. 
We were like, oh, Crouch is... Because Crouch, he could not shoot. Like, for a professional football, he could not get the ball off the ground, for a start. For a six-foot-seven guy, he doesn't... Yeah. When he jumps, he, wasn't he just man. sort of bends. His head stays in the same place. It's it was mental. just... What it was is he... Yeah, his head's higher than anything else. He benefited for a career by being... Got to use your body, though. Distracting. <laughs> distracting the defenders. That's how he got... <laughs> by being, like... What confused, is this? Confused, <laughs> what's going on? I'm freaking out. Why is there a corner back in the middle of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, No, I'm doing him a disservice. I, I did like him, but he was nowhere near good. Lovely fella. Grateful. Yeah, he's sound. I'd love to interview him. Absolutely love to. I hope he never sees this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not going to do that interview if we get that interview. I'm bloody doing it. What? All right. Uh, those are the days. Fraser Wilson. <laughs> Tal Benaim at Chelsea. <laughs> wow. That was one of Mourinho's signings. That was one of my things about Mourinho when we signed him. People was like, he never makes a bad sign. And I'm like, oh, he does. Yeah. Asia Del Horno was another of his. Steve Sidwell was no, another I, of his. I don't remember Del Horno. I don't remember him at all. And I've, heard, I've, had, I've had two conversations about him this week. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of him before then. That's the second time. It's like Del Horno. Yeah, Beltanim. Yeah. What? Bularoos. Yeah, Bularoos. Bularoos, yeah. Number nine, wasn't it? Noradine Nabe. Be careful with that, because that's a trivia question that goes around a lot. But he was so number nine, nine Belarus. What number was uh, Dempsey? Clint Dempsey, two. No, two. Yeah, it's weird. Sh- shouldn't be allowed. Schneiderlin's a two. It looks yeah. it's wrong. Yeah, it's, it's wrong. all wrong. Um, Bentley, uh, he said football before VAR. Those were the days, <laughs> were <they? laughs> Where are you at with that? It ruined rugby league. Really? So this is interesting. Cause we, Why might... did it ruin rugby league? Because decisions that's that get given... 99 times out of 100, they're just given and now going to the screen to make sure. And you're like, if there was no screen here, you're just giving it. Why are you pulling it back now for three passes ago to see if someone was whatever? Right. Like? And, and but my, my worry about it is that it's going to take that explosion of emotion away because you're not sure 100% whether it's going to go VAR. Is that, did that happen at all or is that not a problem? Do you know what I mean? There's like, an element of that, yeah, because when it's scored, it's now... Yeah, I'm going to go mentally right. and hug my family. Yeah. I'm going to look at some dickhead with, uh, looking at... Your family? Yeah. Didn't mean you, though. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah like... Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah, I'm going to look for some the rest to start going like this and that. And then you're like, well, I'm not going to celebrate now. And then it gives it and you're like, Wee. Yeah, you just go, <laughs> it's just such a half Like I go to the football for that explosion of emotion. Yeah. That's, what, that's the only reason. I don't reason. think anyone's ever... Gone seven rows forward and across the aisle mm. on the back of a video decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please tweet me if that's ever happened to you, because that's amazing if you ever. I, I think I, I might be able, life, to, be able to do yeah. that against Arsenal, but more or less I get what you're saying for sure. It's, it isn't. It's like that Mike, moment. Michael Owen's winner there, there, against City in the 96th minute, right? If that goes to the screen to see if Owen's onside or not, yeah, yeah that's dead right. Yeah, you're yeah. just gonna be. A, well, this is the worry. This is the worry. Um, and final one. Is, uh, I haven't got it written down here, but I swear I thought it was good. Uh, Brandon, his name is, uh, wrote in the comments and said, uh, Golden Goals. Golden Goals? No, they were bad. Did you not enjoy Golden Goals? Yeah, I did. It was silver. Euro 96 was the, the one I can really remember. Didn't it get one on a Golden Goal? Yeah, Oliver Beerhoff. Yeah. Uh, and oh god, what's the goal? But that's an explosion of emotion. That, imagine that you've won See, the game. That's with it. Goal. Yeah, it's mega. Yeah, yeah. See that? Yeah, that's the good side of it. The um, there was a silver goal. Well, there was a silver goal. That that went was... to half time then, didn't it? Yeah. Or did it go to the end of the half? I don't know. So it went to the end of the half. So I if you scored one in the second half, it, it was a waste of fucking time. Yeah. But I didn't mind golden goals. I kind of. Yeah, I like golden goals. Right. Right. I think people just give up when it gets to extra time now. What about a pass back rule? That was a great one. 
great yeah, on it. Game's got better because of it. Yeah, much better. There's not many rules that have come in that have been as successful as the passport rule. Because when you watch football from the 70s and the 80s now, mm. and you see them literally just centre half to keeper, centre half yeah, to keeper, terrible. and you just want to scream at the telly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The game's such a quicker pace because of it. Very true. Uh, right, uh, just quickly want to touch on this FA Cup weekend, uh, Cardiff playing Man City. More importantly, Neil Warnock clashing heads with Pep Guardiola. Two peas in a pod, aren't they, really? <laughs> so similar philosophies in <laughs> the game. Um, Cardiff doing well, actually, third in the championship with a squad that is not, it, you didn't expect to be anything. They're going to get beat 7-0. Warnock, <laughs> Warnock absolutely loves the championship. Like, he, he loves it. He doesn't want to come up. Like, he should, like, That's not, knock it on the head now. Knock it on the head. You get, you get teams up, that's your job. You get it up, resign. Mm. Right? And then go and find another club in the championship and he's taken up. Because he, he'll do that all day. He's got obviously he got QPR into the Premier League. Don't you think you should get him back, like Ben Holloway? Get Neil Warnock back. Some, what, Holloway's press conferences are hmm? box office. What? With Warnock? Well, Holloway. No, Holloway. Holloway. Box Look, office. He's far more than that, Stephen. But <laughs> yes, he's obsessed. He is great in the, in the press conference as well. Warnock was a bit like Redknapp. You're kind of just going, you're saying whatever you need to say. You're not actually saying anything genuine. That's mm. what you kind of do get with Holloway. But Warnock, he. That's what I kind of wanted to bring up is because. You don't. You could. You could see what Warnock was doing as a, as a football manager, and it looked kind of easy. He didn't like. It was. It's just proper, like simple English. No, it's just proper English football, and he would kind of organised to to an extent. No real like clever tactics. Like mm. get the best players of balls if they could do something. Oh, we probably need a big bloke. Yeah, let's get a big bloke. <laughs> so there, let's get him up front. Yeah, like it's. He did that with that with the year we went up. We had a really steady team, and we had a, a, del- a delta wrapped in the middle, and it just giving the ball. And it was all really basic stuff. So I'm intrigued to see he's doing he's doing really well in the in the league, but against Guardiola, it'd be interesting if he can those English old school ways can do anything at that all. That English kick rush game can work against the tick attacker. It really can. But I think you've got to be able to do it at both ends, and a championship team's not going to be able to live with that. They did lose to us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, if Man City, if they beat Man City, what does that say for them? That's all Liverpool did. The old, sure. the old fashioned 80s style kick rush. High press, get it down behind the full backs, mm. and, and try and get as many shots on goal as possible. And yeah, it's basic, but it works. Yeah. To, a, to a certain extent what, uh, would you just quickly would you take Warnock and Crouch now as a duo <laughs> like that and the Holloway's gone I don't like Warnock so but what, that's not like a question so what would you take Crouch and Warnock if they came as a duo what, no, what Holloway's got to go yeah absolutely not let's move on about Warnock if he's on the piss can you imagine the better. stories he's got what on the piss want to be oh better. Warnock Warnock oh, oh my I've god I've got us there he's a naughty boy well that, let's not no I'm not saying now. Right, anyway. <laughs> uh, right uh right Soldiers lost in battle. Right, hey. Let's do it. Yeah. No, uh, no wet ones here now. Surely. No. They better be proper. Remember one last after yeah, last night. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, you're just like that. that up and put it on YouTube, <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, if you haven't, Stephen Housen did his uh, soldiers lost in battle story last. The night, opposite of us, and it was yeah, yeah it was the opposite. Sort of, but it was yeah, an incredible exactly story. So go check out that episode. It literally couldn't be further from a soldier lost in battle. Dive straight in. You know what soldiers do it. Right. Okay. Bradiel 2 World Cup 1998 I was 8 years old England were playing Argentina in the quarterfinals I remember the hype ahead of the match Youngsters are impressionable and TV is sensational 
It was ridiculously excited. I was ridiculously excited. The football league was on. It was men- Not in the... Come on. <laughs> as, as if I was playing, lacing my boots and going to do battle with our perennial footballing enemy, Argentina. I was amped up all day, impatient for the game to begin. School ended. It was finally over. Now I could finally get home and watch the game. But my mum was late. Where could she be? My impatience was vivid and immediate. <laughs> I patrolled the schoolyard. Where could she be? The more I walked, the more irritated I became. It, 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 it had have to have been <laughs> 20 minutes by now. Where could she be? Where the hell was she? Then all of a sudden, I bumped into a couple of the kids from year six. They were in the football team and had just got back from training. One of them knew me a little. The other said something to me. Wrapped up in my own little world, I took notice. Wham! The second kid hit me in the face with his boot bag. Twelve studs to the face out of nowhere. <laughs> a scrap ensued. By the time my mum arrived, we'd separated, been separated by teachers. In the car ride home, my mum questioned me and basically ended up bla- I ended up blaming her. If only she'd been on time. Where could she have been? What excuse could she have? That night, I was sent to bed at 7pm. No food, no football, no 2-2 draw, no penalty shootout, no Beckham kicking out and getting sent off. Nothing. That day I lost my faith in football. Luckily I'm a United fan and the year after we won the treble so I found it again. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, right, hang on. Where had his mum been? I mean, let's not I mean, That's half a story. Yeah. yeah. We need to finish up. TC23. Some lovely watches. How you doing, son? (laughs) Well, hang on. In 2012, I was watching Manchester United versus Newcastle United. I fell asleep at half-time because my missus was snoring all night the night before when I woke up. When I woke up, I was spammed with text messages about my cousin, Tom Cleverly, (laughs) snoring a worldie, which I missed because I was asleep. And as you know, Cleverly isn't the best player in the world, so to see him... Uh, miss a wicked goal live was heartbreaking. Oh, How bizarre is that? That's proper weird. He's, obvi- he's obviously him. That's wrote in. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and finally, Chris Samba. Not, not the Chris Samba. Well, it was about 100 grand. Yeah, yeah. It was 2005. I was 10 years old. My granddad, his mates, and myself were invited to take a limo to Cardiff for the playoff final to watch the mighty West Ham face Preston. <laughs> Halfway through our journey, we heard a loud bang from outside the limo. The bloody wheel had fallen off (laughs) on the M4 just outside Reading. I was going to miss the most important game of my life as a West Ham fan. He's going to it in a limo, though. Yeah, yeah, he does. But wait, this isn't a sad story. A minivan full of other fans came to our rescue and got us to Cardiff just in time for the final. And we won. What a day. I went from a soldier lost in battle to a fan witnessing a Bobby Zamora-shaped hero firing West Ham back to the big time. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, bring it round. Yeah, bring, bring it round. Don't want to depressing. So that was Soldiers Lost in Battle. Thank you very much. If you've got a Soldiers Lost in Battle story, then get it in the comments, and we will read it out sooner or later, if it's good enough. Some haven't been good enough, lad. No, they haven't. The last, two, last couple of weeks have been amazing. That, that one, I'm still quite not over, that one with the bloke's bird went out and basically cheated on him. He was worried sick. Spent all night looking for a... He was so tired the next day that he missed, uh, he missed, missed the, the Arsenal FA Cup, FA Cup Arsenal game. Difficult. Difficult to watch. There you go. Yeah. The lesson in that is never miss oh, well. the match. Yeah. Um, final talking points of the podcast. The Newcastle. Chelsea versus uh, Newcastle this weekend. Uh, I wanted to just focus on Newcastle for a second because what I find mad about the situation they're in right now is it's such a big season for them. Huge season for Newcastle United. They need to... Th- I know a lot of people go, oh, they go down, they go back up. Maybe, 
But there's more and more money in the championship. And it seems like Newcastle don't want to spend any money. Well, they obviously don't, because Ashley wants to go. Mm-hmm. So what I find incredible is that this story's come out recently that they're trying to renew Rafa Benitez's contract now, mm. in January, when, one, they should be getting the club sold when they've said it's going to be sold. Mm. And two, Rafa Benitez has been quite clear that... He needs money. He needs money. So they've signed Kennedy this week, left-back, attacking left-back. I'm not sure if that's the kind of player they need, but anyway. But from Chelsea. From Chelsea. Good player's a good player, I guess. Yeah. And it looks like they're linked with Slomani as well. 20 million. It's not enough. It's not the right kind of player. Not a lot, a lot too much money, money, but, money yeah. but not the right kind of player. I wonder, though, that, you know, the reason... They, of course they want... The, the jewel in Newcastle's crown is Rafa Benitez. You know, he's, he's a level above almost any manager that they can, they can get. So it must be massively important for whatever, whenever, whatever takeover bid to come through that Ralph Benitez remains manager. Well, that's what I think. The fact that it seems so poorly timed, that has to be a massive part of this story. Like it's aligned in the deal. Yeah. yeah. I think it is. It's the only excuse you can have, really, because you're like, the deal needs to happen. Is it going to go through before the end of the month? Doesn't look like it, does it? Yeah, so, yeah, and even if it goes to the wire, that means... They haven't got the money to... And I wonder if any of these little... Little buys, but 20 million is a lot for someone like Slomani who hasn't really done it in the Prem. But any any deals that they do now, would it would almost be to get a, a deal over the line, I, I would imagine. Because why would Mike Ashley why can't, spend money... Why, if, can't, you know, why can't the two parties... Like, they agree a takeover in principle, if the, the valuations meet and they're correct... And they say, all right, well, they're great in principle. Here's a transfer budget you can give. That would, Rafa Benitez then signs the contract, so that's all set in place. And then they just work out the terms towards the end of the season. Or is it's it if it, so... You see, if it, if it collapse, you yeah. buying it, you've put £40 million into yeah. it, uh, and then you, you've got no way of getting that back. Yeah, Unless you draw a side contract for that, like if it... If it collapses, you, you, repay, you, yeah. Yeah, you have to reimburse me for that. Mm. I don't know. I'm not about a football club, so I don't know. Yeah, I think... Do you see him going down Newcastle? They're at risk, aren't they? I think there's a few teams at risk in there. It must be so frustrating. Mm. The the Geordie fans just absolutely pulling their hair out with. You think of some of the players they've they've moved on. Mm. You know, from Kabay onwards, like they've had some absolutely belting players that have done well for them, and you think they don't ever seem to have any sort of faith in their own academy, and they should have the absolute no, draw yeah. of everybody yeah. around them. Shouldn't they? Yeah. they should have such a strong academy coming through where. If you look at what Benfica have done recently, Benfica have you know, brought through and sold on so many players, they're making hundreds of millions a season doing it. You think, why isn't this a model for more teams like Newcastle, massive fan base, uh, bring through some of your own... It's like saying 20 million on an average Premier League player, that's probably not going to do shit for you. Mm. Put 20 million into your academy and in five years, what are you producing? Are you, especially if you're producing English talent, mm. because now there's a, a 20 million tax on top of them just for being English. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. You're thinking, you're absolutely churning money. Chelsea will probably buy them at a minute. Tom Clemens probably getting a move to Chelsea in a couple of weeks, the way it's going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've been linked to some absolute garbage players recently, mm. haven't they? Yeah. Rafa Benitez is in a, a strong position, though, because, <laughs> well, and I think it'll be... Ashley doesn't deserve to get any kind of goodwill shown towards him in terms of Benitez, because I don't think he's got what he's wanted, really. But Benitez's still got 18 months left on his deal. So, again, that, that again shows that any takeover that's coming... It's not like he's... It's yeah, based around season, him. Really, yeah. It has to be based around him. But if they, if they can get the deal over the line in six months' time, then you've got, you've got your opportunity to come in and convince Rafa Benitez to stay. And if he's... Yeah. Uh, you know, but the problem is, is, you know, a championship club is 
you know, you slash that amount of money in, not in half, but a, by a huge amount, if mm. they go down. And not I I'm not going to, you know, why would anyone give that kind of money? I know I haven't bought a club either, but <laughs> you're not going to give that money for a championship club. Because mm. you, it means you're two seasons behind, you know, where you want to be as a starting point to then move on from there. So I, I think the biggest mistake out of this entire thing is actually coming out and saying last year... We're selling. We're, we're selling. It'll be done by Christmas. Mm. That was this so yeah. stupid. Well, he's never, I mean, I can't prevent... He's obviously a very intelligent businessman. He's done very well. But it seems to... He seems to... When he comes across as a joke in football, he clearly isn't. He knows what he's doing. Does he's, he, though? Well, I mean... Being a successful businessman doesn't mean that you don't run a football club. Uh, yeah, but, he, I mean, he's, he knows enough to get them back into the Premier League, and even that's a difficult feat. But what, my point is, is that, you know, he's, he's in a difficult situation... Now the club's in a difficult situation. The, the pla- whatever he's done, the fans absolutely loathe him. Chuck can go for a brew in Newcastle City, isn't it? No, can he fuck? Can you I even imagine? Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a bit of a bit of a mess there. Um, I think Slimani might help a little bit, but I don't. Th- is he much better than Mitrovic? You need goals. You got to yeah. get goals. That's yeah. every team at the bottom. You just got to buy goals, and that's why. Somewhat, like even a twelve goals is going to keep you up. Twelve goals, you you can buy twelve goals, mm. and I don't see enough people trying to. I don't know, or they're just not bringing in mm. enough. I don't know. It's mad. Yeah. A lot of people scouting is just like it's like the manager's situation, isn't it? Yeah, it's just there's a. It's pull. just like yeah, you go back in a drawer as a manager, yeah. and then you get pulled out again. Like Padre and all these lot, just they're all in the same jobs. Yeah. It's almost like Crystal Palace. You're like you've had nine of the same managers that like after leagues. That's what like, they all, all these managers have a the duty box. to just retire now. Yeah, like, do it for the fans. Especially Hodgson. Yeah. Hodgson yeah. started managing in the seventies. Seventies. <laughs> Did do was it? Seventy Sweden. No, they're in the Milan. I've told you this. He's been in the Milan. He was probably revolutionary in forty years ago. Roy Hodgson managed his first manager's job. He managed my dad. For a London schoolboys beating. How old was he? Was and that's where he should have fucking stayed. My dad stayed. is sixty. My dad is sixty-three. <laughs> so was, was he, was he a, he's been managing he was forty six, years. I'm sure he's. Google it. Put me in the comments. I'm right. sure he's, he was definitely the seventies. Oh, oh yeah, God. yeah. That was yeah. I think that was that might have been seventy-three or something. Like that. Something like that. It's incredible. Um, so uh, let us know your thoughts on Newcastle, on uh, Sanchez, on everything we've been talking about. Get your soldiers lost in battle stories in, and those are the days. Uh, options mm. in as well um, most importantly uh, get involved in the fan league game the fan league app link is in the description uh, one for the weekend league is there for you to enjoy come and get involved we need the help we do don't yeah, we absolutely. we're slowly moving up come and join join the revolution um, Stephen thank you mate uh, where can people find you I think they probably know but tell them again. Stephen Alston FC or full time devils come and get me on Stephen Alston FC I'm, I'm, I'm a ball air away from 50k on my uh, my personal channel so come and push me over the line nice. uh, I've got some really good stuff coming soon I'm filming um, United have allowed me to do it which I'm, I'm amazed at. I'm filming a documentary on Munich with my granddad, and wow. they give me access to Old Trafford to do it. So that's, wow. that's going to be that is going to be banging. Good I'm really excited. Subscribe. So yeah, go and subscribe for that. There's there's other documentaries and stuff on there that I'm doing. So well, for check out last one. Um, subscribe to the Long Ball Street channel and uh, go check us out on iTunes and subscribe as well. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.